Welcome back to In the Trenches podcast, a podcast by youth pastors for youth pastors. On today's episode, Charlie and Elliot are sitting down with Jovan Yo-Yo Garcia, the Youth Alive director from Arizona. They're going to discuss ministry, and Elliot is going to convince Charlie to trade him Leonard Fournette in fantasy football. We hope you enjoy this episode. That is right, guys. We are back with another episode of In the Trenches. This is episode two of season three. We're excited what to be here. What total number is it? Uh, I want to say this is 46, the 46th episode mm. of In the Trenches. Um, but yeah, we're excited to be back, excited to have you um, listen to the podcast. And uh, just Elliot, for FYI, I am not trading you. Leonard you, should. you should trade me. For all the listeners out there, hopefully you guys play fantasy football, and if you don't, you should play. But Elliot has called me at least twice every week asking me to trade Leonard Fournette for just random picks. Great picks. I mean, he tried to trade me Tua. If you're a football fan, you're going to know this. If not, you can fast forward about a minute. Um, he tried trading me Tua, and um, obviously we know where that got Tua. So I'm glad I did not take that trade. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, um, man, we are excited. I do want to just say this, and just because this is a youth ministry podcast, um, and we'll get to Yo-Yo in a little bit. But I'm going to take a second here. Um, last night, we record these episodes on Thursday. Last night, I was at our youth group in Harupa Valley. And um, I'm going to show my age really quick. But I decided to play a game with the students. And all I had to do was bend down and pick something up with my mouth on the table. All right? It's a classic youth ministry game. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and as I did that, I won the game, of course, because you got to show no mercy to these kids. And I hurt my back in the middle of it, and now I'm hurting a lot as we record this podcast. So, so. I guess we could call you Broke Back Charlie. <laughs> wait, wait a second. <laughs> as you can tell, Gary is not here. Whenever Gary is not on the podcast, it's unhinged. at it. Like these are the episodes that are gonna have to be explicit. But um. But hey, uh, we do have a great guest today, the one and only Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, dude, of course. If you were at um, Summer Camp 2021, the summer camp back from um, COVID, Yo-Yo was a part of that. Yo-Yo was there hanging out with us for some of those camps. And um, yeah, so we're excited to have him on the podcast. And um, today, what we're just going to do is we're just going to let you add it and let you kind of share who you are, oh, um, some of your interests, some of your hobbies, and then, of course, the class crazy youth ministry story so yes. go for it yes so my name is yo-yo i am the arizona youth alive director so yo -yo. basically what elliot does is that a, is that a family name but better is huh? your is your <laughs> uncle named <laughs> rubik's cube and your sister's name jump rope or what yeah, my, um, it's from my mom's side her name is etch-a-sketch yeah um, <laughs> your grandpa slinky yeah exactly yeah theo slinky he's amazing okay um no my name is Kyovan, but for my white friends yo-yo is a lot easier for um, my white friends. For my white friends, yeah. A little attacked. So, for just, never mind. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep you, going. You already made one joke, like, so. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, my name is Yo-Yo. Real name Hyoan. Just call me Yo-Yo. Um, youth Live Director for Arizona. Again, what Elliot does, but better, just in Arizona. Wow. Um, True. 
And man, crazy youth ministry story. I was thinking about it, I was thinking about it, but then in, in honor of Halloween mm. being this month, um, or... And you just said honor and Halloween. Yeah. I'm sending Shoot. this to you your harvest superintendent. In, in, in honor Fall? of costume, costume party month. Um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, sorry. Forgot my filter. Costume party month. Um, I'm going to tell a story about my DYD, uh, Matt Harder and Michael Mack, when we ran into a skinwalker. Uh, oh. Do you know what a skinwalker is? Not really, no. Um, it's basically a medicine man or a uh, tribal leader okay. on reservation land uh, when they will invite a spirit into them to become more powerful. All right? And so very, very scary stuff. Very it's a, demon, he, it's he, a demon-possessed person. Was he walking around with a sign saying, I'm a skinwalker? Like, how did you know? Yeah. yeah. So basically <laughs> what happened, uh, we were in the car on our way from network tour, and we stopped because a few of us had to pee. Uh, so we get out of the, we get out of the car. And there's this thing moving in the bushes. And we're like, what the heck is that? Um, and it's not wind. It's moving in the bushes. And Matt it's Harder's rustling. like, it's rustling. Thank you. Uh, amazing vocabulary. Yes. Uh, it's rustling in the bushes. And all of a sudden, um, Michael Matt gets scared. I'm scared. We get in the car. We tell Matt to get in the, in the car. And he's not listening. <laughs> he thinks we're uh, messing with him. And he finally gets spooked. And he gets in the car. And from the front of the car towards the headlights is this thing crawling at us, like what? from the grass. Just this thing is crawling, crawling, crawling. And Griffin and Micah get scared and they start screaming and Griffin floors it. And as it's crawling towards us, it stands up in the bush and we start speeding away. Um, so if you don't know, skinwalkers are Native American legends where they shapeshift. Um, it's from like animal to human. And so we believe we ran into a skinwalker. We go back to try and find it and we get rocks thrown at us. People are we're, we're freaking out because um, we're dumb. And it was pretty fun. It was a fun <laughs> experience overall. Uh, we want to go back and find it. A few, a few other, it was on my story. A few other youth pastors were like, hey, next camp, let's go to Mile Marker 4 and find this thing. Um, oh, so my gosh. We, you, might, you might see more on the Arizona Youth Ministry page or my Instagram. Um, so just keep an eye out. Yeah, that is that is wild. That's a, it's a, I do like the idea of having a whole episode of just spooky youth ministry stories. We can just run it right now. Nah, we have good stuff for this we episode, do. but we, <laughs> we, we this is definitely a good idea for an October episode. Yeah, maybe maybe in the next one coming up, it'll be all Halloween or I mean, I'm sorry, um, costume fall party. and costume party. Yeah, harvest Fest. And, yes, Harvest Fest. That yeah. was the word I was thinking of. Oh. I couldn't have Chunk or treat. Yeah, yeah. But hey, uh, what we like to do on this podcast is we just like to tailor these episodes towards the guests' passions. And um, so, Yo-Yo, I kind of want to give you the floor again and kind of just share with the listeners your passions in youth ministry. You've been in youth ministry for a while, and so I just kind of want to give you the floor on that. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to passions in youth ministry, I, I love anime. <laughs> I, hold on. Do you do you really like anime? Actually, I do. Yeah. It's good. I... Uh, don't I know. say anything, Charlie. No, go ahead. <laughs> You're going to expose yourself. So hold on. I know this is going to be really random, and but, and I have no idea. So I'm, I can't believe I'm going to put this out there. Um, when it comes, can you get to me anime, some of those stickers to put on my car? <laughs> <laughs> you got any waifu stickers? You know those guys driving around. I really want one of those for my truck. <laughs> hold on. Yo, yo, do you have those on your car? I do not. Okay, no, thank you. I'm, um, I'm saved. Yeah, because that, that is weird. <laughs> but I feel like when it comes – I'm speaking for youth ministry, for instance, really quick. Um, when it comes to anime and youth ministry, I feel like our students at our youth group in our context, the ones that watch anime and are very, like, um, 
uh, verbal about it are always the ones that deal with some of the most like mental issues in their life. And I don't know why. Mm. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with anime, but they're yeah. the ones that like dress up like anime characters. They're the oh. ones that do that kind of like they live that lifestyle and they have some of the most like um, mental struggles, I guess is probably the best way. I don't know if it has anything to do with it. Super random, but that's my thought on the anime. That's just, that's just two cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically... You, yeah, so yo, yo, you definitely have mental issues, <laughs> bro. I have mental problems. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't think you do, but I think... But you definitely do. You definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, what was the question again? What is your youth ministry passion? Oh, youth ministry Just passion. Just make sure you don't say anime, anime again. Uh, <laughs> it's anime ministry. Yeah, anime ministry. No, so basically what Youth Alive is, I'm sure... Elliot has explained it over and over again, but for Arizona, what we what we love to do is we focus on campus club ministry, um, and so our mission statement is to evangelize every student in every school with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, that's our mission statement, and the reason why we do it is to build the church and inspire believers, um, and so that's kind of something that Christian Shambles, my previous boss, stated in us, and we carried it on, uh, but for me personally, I mean, I grew up in youth ministry. It was kind of hard to have like a why. Uh, because my dad was youth pastor. I just loved it. It was fun. Um, uh, fast forward a few years, a few church hurts. Thanks a lot, Elliot. Just Sorry. slamming tables. Hadouken! Great. Fast forward a few churches later, and church hurts later, and, and a few experiences later, and awesome experiences later. Um, 2020 hits. I was high school director of my church, and I go through a major, major depression. Um, the biggest one of my uh, life. Anime. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that is such I was a bad watching, point to do that. I was watching I'm so, so much anime. Sorry, bro. No. <laughs> I couldn't resist. We need to cancel Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I didn't even start watching anime until like 2022. So. Okay, it actually okay. pulled him out of the depression. Uh, yeah, yeah it did. It sorry. saved my life. Yes, good. <laughs> Attack on Titan saved my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I went through a major depression in 2020. Um, it was, it was the, probably the darkest season of my life in terms of suicidal ideation, struggles with self-harm, um, different things like that. And one thing I did know, though, was if I could hold on to Jesus, um, even like in my lowest moments, if I knew, I knew if I could hold on to Jesus, I would be okay. Like in the end, even if I didn't believe it, if I didn't feel it, um, if I just knew, and, and I was. Eventually, I attribute my salvation to one, of course, God, um, not only Jesus, but God. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> as well as annoying friends, um, the friends that say, hey, you're not okay. Like, no matter yeah. what you tell me, like, we're going to sit down and talk about this. Um, good. And so I love my annoying friends. Um, shout out Skylar, Zion, and all those guys. But um, from there, in the middle of that, I had to ask myself a question when I got called into Youth Live, because after the depression season, I call it my great depression. Um, <laughs> after that, I, uh, I asked myself the question, like, if I am experiencing this in 2020, I know other students are experiencing this. I know other people are experiencing this. But I know if I knew in my lowest moments I could hold on to Jesus and I would be okay, what do these students have to hold on to? Yeah. And so I had to ask myself, um, what do they have to hold on to? And I decided, you know, this is something that I think needs to be addressed. And so I made it my passion to make sure every student has the opportunity to accept Christ um, and to know him. So that's yeah. where my passion comes from. I, it was kind of cool because, like I said, all my life I was just following the footsteps of my dad. Um, I just, you know, I wanted to be in youth ministry because it's what I know, but this is where my why came from and why yeah. youth ministry. 
And so in Arizona, they do Youth Alive a little bit different. They focus a lot more on the, the club aspect. But really, I, I think this goes into the passion side of this conversation um, because it's, it's one of the things Yo-Yo is just the best at more than anybody really I've ever seen when it comes to creating community amongst students. It's, it's a lot of what we're even modeling, what we do Youth Alive af- uh, here is after some of what they do there through like discord and through social media and things like that and i i think that's really what yo-yo is the most gifted at is just creating community amongst students who feel called to reach their campus you know yeah. i think you're good at that thanks man i appreciate yeah. it um I, I i'll say this even if first and foremost if you are listening you don't follow yo-yo on instagram you need to because some of the stuff that yo-yo puts out there is some of the best content i've seen in a long time oh man and um, if you get to know him really well then you get on his close friend story and i'll mention this charlie will be okay with it oh man on his close friend story <laughs> last night it was a message from charlie <laughs> <laughs> because Ch- Charlie was messaging Yo-Yo about the podcast. And can we pull I'll up the message? I'll read it. Yeah, yeah, pull up the message. It was just Charlie it, doesn't know about Charlie, this. He's not, I know you were busy. It was just so He's funny. not on his close oh, friend's story. Here we go. So, but this is what he said. He yeah. said, um, love it, man. Yeah, that's going to be great. Can't wait for tomorrow, bro. It's going to be great. <laughs> he said it's going to be great two times and right after said, each other. I was other. just excited, bro. And I said, for sure gonna be great <laughs> and you probably didn't even notice i didn't notice yeah, it no i love that dude we should say what elliot said to me through yo-yo's text oh no we shouldn't okay yeah <laughs> anyways. but but anyways going back to to social media like i said if you don't follow yo-yo i would encourage you to do so um but that's something that yo-yo i see in your life and what i see with you doing in, in youth alive and even summer camp in arizona you reach students in a different way through through y- social here's media. the way to here's the way to put this yo-yo speaks their language yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like i feel like a lot of us youth pastors are trying to like play catch up or like be a version of trendy or cool but yo-yo you just like you understand the meme culture and like you speak the language and i think that can sound so silly but it would be cool to talk about that a little bit just this idea of using things like social media or like you you guys are the reason we're using discord which mm. a lot of students enjoy yeah but if it were if it were just my idea we probably would have used some different messaging app yeah. that i found but uh just even those things of being in tune with the culture. Yeah. Is that because of anime? Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> so what, no, but <laughs> let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah. So when it comes to Discord, it's kind of cool because the idea for using Discord for social media came from one of my youthful live leaders. He was like, hey, um, have you heard of this thing? I want to start this. And I said, first of all, I was like, yeah, we can try it. I didn't know what Discord was. I had no idea. I thought it was just some weird anime thing that I didn't want to get involved <laughs> so with. So you were in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like how the sub theme of this whole yeah, if there's a this is going to be called anime if there's and a title yeah. of this yeah um, everybody's gonna super think saiyan youth ministry everybody's going to think I'm a weeb or something man it's see great. we don't even know what that means a weeb? yeah, yeah. when you say it it I sounds hear, hear, racist like bro no <laughs> for the some weeb? reason yeah I don't think you should say that bro it sounds hateful coming <laughs> from you I'm going to stop talking <laughs> So we started using Discord, and I realized it was basically Slack, but for free. Yeah. And so I knew it would be, one, super easy to communicate, but also it's on their ground. And I always attribute, like, Discord or social media the same reason why youth pastors will be will building skate parks in the 90s. is because it's where students are at. Mm, I and like so that. I try to make 
avenues where students are at, where they're at, um, and, and using instruments that were meant for harm. Uh, meant for the world, but turn them for good. Mm. And so, like, I come love, on, somebody, won't he do it? I love what Chris. He he was recently. Um, you take what the enemy <laughs> meant for evil, and you turn it. <laughs> I love what for good. my friend Chris Moore said. Um, he recently preached at uh, a grow conference in our in our state, and he said the Romans they built the reason why um, the the Church of Christ spread so effectively is because the Romans they built roads. And on roads that were meant for conquest, that were meant for transportation of their things, is where the gospel was spread. Mm. And so if you look at Instagram or Discord as Rome, um, you, can, you can easily say, like, oh, that's, we can't get involved with that. We shouldn't use that. Or I don't understand it, so we probably should just stay away from it. Or you can look at it as an opportunity to spread the gospel because that's where the roads are built. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things, so not only Yo-Yo's Instagram is, he, is like, a good follow, but Arizona yeah. has a page called camp cella so, so good just explain sort of like the birth of what is camp cella yeah. like the birth of it and, yeah. and kind of what it's become yeah so camp cella was a event in 2020 we had camp for one week because uh, of covid and we decided That's arizona bro we yeah. were doing online and arizona's like hey we're gonna just meet in person we <laughs> maybe i need to move we to arizona have, yeah, bro. we have not broken a streak of camp since like 1930 something uh that's through world wars through through plagues through pandemics everything and so we're like we're gonna have camp and we did it super safe just for everybody knows we were super safe but we decided to do also another event called camp cella um but covid ramped up again it was gonna be a weekend event and so we had to cancel camp cella but we already had like an instagram a few followers uh speakers that were following the instagram and so the instagram page kind of died and i had the idea i was like you know every awesome event or awesome um organization has like a stupid meme page or a spam mm. page that follows them i said i approached griffin and monica and i was like hey can arizona district have a meme page I'm like yeah just take this instagram account and so from there it's uh it's become the district meme page um and so Dude, it's so it it's such a funny follow too yeah. because they're making and curating memes specifically for their events so i was at one of their weeks of camp uh, this year, Gary and I stopped by just to kind of see how Arizona does camp. And what's what's so funny, and, and a lot of these things actually tie together. The Discord chat that uh, Yo-Yo has and some of his uh, campus missionaries have become this group. Uh, they call them the elites, yep. which are the people who are helping to make. The, it's not all on Yo-Yo, but it's funny because the – the past we all know this this happens like a pastor says something in a message mm -hmm. that is just like you're in that moment but what's so funny is for Campchella they're memeing it they're yeah. making memes about what is being talked about and it's it's hilarious cuz it's like it's engaging for the students who are there but even for the ones who aren't you kind of feel like you're a part of it like i follow Campchella and there's events that i'm not at or th you know things that i'm not sitting in the messages for but i kind of i feel like i'm a part of it yeah. and so i dude i it is my dream that we have one for SoCal, and I think our 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 meme page name we already have it. What is it? Piney. Piney. We yeah, call it yeah. Piney, bro. Yeah, like I think that that's what we do. But uh, TB TBD. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, Camp Chella in the meantime is such a good follow. It's and it I is. love yeah I love that idea of using. What, like the way that you put it, I like that you said it like that. Like in the 90s, we were building yeah. skate parks and things like that because yeah. that's where the students were. Yep. And now we can either be so upset that like, oh, these kids are always on their phone or yeah. they live on TikTok. Yep. 
and, and like, but there is a balance to it. Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. think the thing is too, you're very good at it. Mm-hmm. Like it's natural. And I think I was just talking with a youth pastor about this last night. Kids are drawn to authenticity. Yeah. And so they can tell when something is authentic and when it's not like, like even groups that do well on social there. Here's the thing about social media is like, there isn't this like right or wrong way to do it. 100%. One of my favorite yeah. youth pages that I follow yeah. is um, On Point in uh, Alpine, Bethel Church, James and Heather Parrot, And uh, like, I'll show you after this, yo, yo. But they just, Please James do. makes these on purpose, like, th- the thing is, they're so he puts so much effort into them, mm-hmm. but they are still like poorly made. In the fact <laughs> oh that God. no, 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 me and him have talked about <laughs> yeah, this. So yeah, he he know. knows that it's all love. It's like he's using but they're like no, like the 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 that's yeah, awesome. the Photoshop that's over it, the 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 edits. Um, but like when I preached there, I was I told him like you better m- make me a part of the video because yeah. I can't wait to that, be a part of it. That video and it's great. just like they're um, they know their culture yeah. and it's authentic to them. Yeah. And, and I think, like, we all should be utilizing yeah. this area in yeah. some way, shape, this or road. form. And one thing that I would say that you're good at as well, like I already kind of mentioned, is you include students in on that mm. process. Because yeah. you don't – Yo-Yo happens to speak the language very well. Yeah. Um, but some of us aren't fluent in Gen Z, right? Uh, <laughs> there's no way Charlie <laughs> understands what's happening. No bro. cap, bro. Come um, on now. Come on now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you bring people in who do, whether it's l- young leaders or, you know, and you just allow people to speak to that because I think uh, it is necessary. It is fun. Yeah. Um, and the the coolest part, I think, behind that, and it goes back to your passions, Yo-Yo, is like your, your passions to make sure there's an avenue for students to know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that through social media, which is huge. And since we're on that topic of social media, I, I kind of just randomly want to bring this up of, mm-hmm. of be real. So oh, man. be real, obviously. I love be real. Be real I know. Is so cool. Yeah, it, it's great. If you I'm don't know what be real is, pops off right now. it's, uh, <laughs> I know, that'd be sick. This that is would a be perfect sick. be real moment. Um, but if you don't know what be real is, it is a social media app where at any time during the day, it'll notify every one of its users to take a picture. And what it does is it takes a picture from your front camera and your back camera. And it's just the raw moment of that time. And so there's no editing. It, it's just being real. real. But I want to bring that up because I, in my mind, in my 28 year old mind that apparently I don't know Gen Z, um, I want to know. Are you just finding this out? Yeah, my mind's episode. Yeah, it's kind of hurting me a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to know, Yo Yo, from your perspective, is yeah. there a avenue for be real to be used within youth ministry, and how can we do that? It's kind of difficult, I feel like, because it's so random, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but one thing I do love is the inclusivity of people's be reals. Um, I saw a youth group back home, um, Desert Springs Youth, and what they did is when the youth like the be real pops off in youth they'll ask them hey send in your be real and we'll make a reel out of it or mm. a, a video and so they had this really yeah. cool edit and so it's kind of like including students just yeah. like finding ways to like screenshot your be real send it to me or yeah. or having a youth pastor like be on the be real app so students can see what exactly you're doing i think like, that's yeah. more of what it is because yeah. i think what we try to do a lot of times in youth ministry when we when it comes to this is we try to like like monopolize it yeah. almost yeah, and like and and that isn't authentic and it becomes really cringy 
and like uh and students feel that right away and so it's like you can tell so there's different the be real life could be ruined if it's just a bunch of youth ministries uh, using it or like yeah. you're you know you're in a sermon and you're like you you need to be real the most way to be real. you know like um although like do do you do a series called be real like it, it's not a bad idea like no. students would it's definitely here's the thing too the moments that we have to be real. in on a trend oh, wrong oh, real yeah the moments we have to be in on a trend are short shorter than ever like yep. you know you used to like have a couple of months after drake released an album to copy it and you know yep. make it your thing now it's like with tiktok and all this stuff your window is short like for instance for youth alive socal yeah. one we were promoting about- exactly <laughs> we were promoting uh uh see you at the poll and like oh, that this, this trend no 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 exactly because you aren't it wasn't <laughs> for you I, like the, here's the deal <laughs> if you want me to be it's perfectly about honest you, charlie <laughs> you not getting it made me realize that we were right where we needed to be. <laughs> you know who else didn't get it? My Meemaw. So, okay, so it's like. There's but, two sub themes to this thing now. It's anime and making fun of Charlie. Oh, no, no, no. That's every podcast. Yeah, oh, okay, making fun it. of Charlie you, clearly is not a listener. I'm but, uh, so um, sorry. <laughs> so, but that, that like stupid little thing that we did, a lot of youth pastors didn't get it. They thought I was like Bars. trying to. Uh, trying to rap rap that wasn't what i was doing there's this trend that's already dead yeah. on tiktok where people would tell stories to that little like tune or whatever melody and uh, can you do it right now of course but i one thing about me is <laughs> listen um but we did it and and, and the Bars. thing is students really did like it yeah. it had some of the best views on any of our stuff uh which really it's not the point yeah um but we had fun with engaging students in what we were doing. And I think that's the thing. Like, you could tell that we were having fun with it. We weren't taking ourselves too seriously. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, because the thing with making memes or content like that, I think a lot of youth pastors, not everyone, but a lot of them try to focus on, like, hey, what, what can we do to get the most views? What's yeah. going to be the most whatever? And I don't ask myself that when I make a meme or when I make When um, I make a content, meme, I ask, what would Jesus do? I ask WWJD. No, I ask, <laughs> what will make my friends laugh or what mm. will make – uh, these students laugh. I'm trying to make memes for my circle of friends because what a meme is, it's an inside joke, and everybody wants to be a part of an inside joke. Charlie just learned it's not called Mimi. <laughs> He's. It's, I saw. I saw. I saw, I saw him take out a journal and write down. <laughs> Stop saying meme. <laughs> he starts spelling it M E E M. Meme. Here's a good question: Is it GIF or GIF? See, I was going to bring that up, but I'm like, I don't want to make myself sound even This is very dumber. controversial. Yeah, it's a GIF. We know, I, we know it's how GIF. it's supposed to be pronounced, but if you're... I still say GIF. I say GIF. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to start saying GIF. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's saying GIF. Oh. I just switched. <laughs> See, and this is why I will not trade you Leonard Fournette. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll say GIF. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Um, one thing that we want to uh, start... One thing about... <laughs> Wait, no, but speaking of social media, I want to talk right, about talk this, about it, this talk thing. About it, talk about um, it. Bring it up. So one thing you're seeing a lot on social media, like when we're talking about like running a youth page or whatever, oh, you, yes, you could yes, be like yes. engaging and have fun and yeah. it's where the students are. I think this has all been great stuff, but this is just like, I just want to talk about this with you guys. Bring it up, man. What do you think about this trend? It's not happening so much anymore, but it still does. But like, there was this moment on social media a couple of years ago where anytime a catastrophe happened, oh, yeah. every page 
every Instagram page, youth youth ministries, churches, like personal pages would yeah. post pray for yeah. blank and it'd have like a, a cute little picture of like the place or whatever. Um, and we all have to post it or repost it on our story. Otherwise like it them. literally was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it reminds me, I was just at a Dodgers game the other night and it's like when the wave happens, there's like a few people that start it, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden the whole stadium is like, you're doing it out of obligation yeah. to like, oh man, like, well, I guess we're doing the wave now. You know, it's you like, you don't want to be that guy that doesn't do it. it and that's kind of what happens is yeah. like, no one has these talks about like, well, well, what I always do think about is there, there are people having talks cause there are like social media teams of churches that are like, Hey, we need a graphic of Florida yeah. ASAP, you know, like, 100%. and so I don't know, I, like, this is just like, I, I like this podcast. I hope more of ours kind of follow this format of just us talking youth ma- pastor's perspective on this yeah. but i just i want to know what you guys think about like reposting like pray for blank or or even just us as youth pastors feeling the need to like hold like press releases anytime yeah. and a, tra- a tragedy happens yeah um for me i don't post every tragedy that happens um because there's so many other tragedies that are going on in the world yeah. Um, that, yeah. that are unheard of and i feel like if we're highlighting what is just thrown in our face we're ignoring or invalidating what is other people's tragedies, but if it affects my community, yeah, then I will repost it. Um, so, like for example, Uvalde. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happened, uh, my heart broke, and I knew like that was a high, that was a high school student, that was an elementary school. My whole ministry is school ministry. Yeah. I had to, I had to say something. I had to yeah. repost about it. Um, but in terms of like Florida, um, if, if I look at the culture of Florida right now, most of them are making memes about it. Um, they're having like flags like in yeah. the wind and holding stuff like that. And so I probably won't repost anything. I actually made memes on Canchella about Florida. Yeah. I saw, I was like, <laughs> I, yeah. even I was like, dang bro. Yeah, but, <laughs> hey, but if you want to come at me, like that was one of our highest liked posts. So <laughs> that's, that's like, you know, um, so there's just a thing about it. Elliot just Elliot, dropped his Elliot's mic. Elliot's throwing the mic everywhere. Dropped him. I draw the line at Florida, Yo-Yo. <laughs> Sorry. It's my people. Um, no, I think that that's like what Yo-Yo just said was great. Because at, at the end of the day, it's like if, in my opinion, if it doesn't affect you personally or if it doesn't affect what you do personally, it's like well, you don't need to post about it. If well, you're po- I, I also would argue I don't think you – here's the, the, the real thing I'm just trying to talk about. And, we're, again, we're just three – youth guys talking about yeah. this so we're not like solving any life problems i'm midway through a mustache but yeah but still counts. the point is like i i definitely don't like this like obligation yeah. that we feel is especially youth pastors because this is for youth pastors just this like feeling of like obligation if you mm-hmm. don't do this you're a bad person mm. i think sometimes we're more focused on reposting and making it known that we're like I also hate hurricanes or I'm also against school shootings or I also don't like racism or, you know, whatever. It's like, we're more about like making sure people know that than we are, um, actually praying or like actually doing something. And and again, I'm not, there's no, like, if you do this or whatever, because I also would say on the flip side, it's interesting Everybody was all about, I, I posted a black square in 2020. Like we're all yeah. about that. <laughs> and, uh, but then I felt like there was not as much, um, uh, Traction. participation or whatever oh, okay. when it came to Roe v. Wade. Oh yeah. 
And again, so again, yeah. it's just like, it's very, uh, and I felt more of a responsibility there mm. yeah. to like repost something for students. Mm. Because again, I feel like it, you should know that I, not, not you should know, I am praying for the people in Florida. I oh, yeah. am upset that like this is happening. Yeah, I'm not insensitive I, I to do want to be there for them. <laughs> Unlike yo-yo. No, but but then <laughs> I think like, especially when it comes to us as youth pastors, I think there are these moments where we do have a responsibility to lead. And yeah. sometimes social media can be a good avenue yeah. for that. I would say the bi- our biggest platform is our platform, yeah. is our students. Like this, I you, you, you don't pastor a global youth ministry. You pastor your youth ministry. Yes, um, your local youth ministry. Exactly. Yes. But I do think still that that's kind of why I put a couple things out during the Roe v. Wade. Cause I, I, I didn't want there to be a question of like, yeah. what does Elliot think about this? I, yeah. I want students to kind of know like, Hey, here's what I think. And even to be able to follow up and message me and say, here's why. Cause yeah. that's something I think we really need to pastor kids through hundred percent. Um, school shootings and hurricanes and, and things like that. I'm not saying we don't, but yeah. do you, under- you understand what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like a clear, there's yeah. no question on your stance on that. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And, and I think, it, well, for instance, like the Roe v. Wade one, um, it, it, I, I don't, so at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, if you're reposting something along those lines, like what do you hope to get out of it? And why are you doing that at the end of the day? Yeah. What's your intent? Yeah. If you're, if your intent is to be like everybody else, cause I mean, I'll be honest, there's moments where I've done that. Yeah. And so like, and I've had to check myself and I've had conversations with Elliot about that too. It's just that you, you really just need to ask yourself, why are you posting this? But at the same time too, speaking on the Roe v. Roe v. Wade one, it like broke my heart to see how many students in our youth ministry yeah. were so, so, so like pro. Yeah, they were upset. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, so that again, and so that that's what I think is like you kind of read the moment. Yes, exactly. And again, like this is a bigger conversation. I have. We're just three guys talking about this, but it's it's an interesting like social thing that I've noticed. Yeah. It's like we, it, and I think it's dying down a little bit. Um, but it was just so weird. Like there was just this moment, 2020 through like 20 or even before that, probably like 2019 to 2021, where just like anytime something would happen, yeah. we all had to like make our own or repost the one that Rich Wilkerson Jr. made or, you know what I'm saying? That's like, we just like, though. yeah. Okay. But uh, <laughs> anyways, we don't have to keep talking about this. Um, uh, before we do close the, the episode out, though, we threw that out there on social media that we want to an, um, answer your guys' questions that you guys have about youth ministry. And today with Yo-Yo on the podcast, oh, um, yeah, we're going to we're gonna we throw go. this one in there. Giovanni, Which anime should I watch? <laughs> Giovanni Sanchez asked the question, what are some do's and don'ts when you start a youth group? When you start a youth group? Hmm. I think what you do do <laughs> classic i think what you do do, do. <laughs> i can't get around it what, you do, what do do you do what do you do uh what you do i think when you start a youth ministry i have never had the honestly the the privilege of starting youth ministry because it, it's it's crazy pioneering yeah. um i saw my previous boss do it he pioneered youth alive like crazy and i can't imagine doing it alone um but one thing i saw him do was never really focused, so it's almost like a double negative, I don't know. It was really never focused on the numbers. Um, yeah. He focused on what he had and building yeah. off of that, building off that foundation. I feel like if you were starting something like that, you can get really discouraged really fast. Like yeah. there's only like five kids showing up. What the dump? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're if you're like these five kids are going to be the start of something awesome, like yeah. this is my foundation, this is where we built from. Let's pour into them. Um, so I think that's what you do is focus on your foundation. And what you don't do, man, there's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't of, compare yourself to, yeah. to others. I th- yeah, I think when you're starting something, it's important to remember, like, we're playing the long game and oh, to yeah. have longevity. And even as we've launched Youth Alive, like, that's there's things that I wanted to do and I still want to do that uh, – just aren't we're not ready for it yet yeah. mm-hmm. and i think having that perspective is important and, and especially in youth ministry that helps to change the national average from being at a place for 18 months because it, it's exciting to start something yep um but to really do something that worthwhile it takes a bit of like longevity and so yes. kind of I, I think that's good advice like playing the long game One investing in the yeah. ones that are there and and the things to not do is you know don't get so caught up in what everybody else is doing another thing that you should do when you're starting youth ministry is just like try try things like there's so many ideas i had early on in youth ministry that i thought were going to be brilliant and amazing and that everybody was going to want to copy and they crashed and burned but i learned and i you know and i i started to figure out culture and the biggest thing i'll say too is like i just think this is this is just like a moment i'm in as i've gone to a lot of youth ministries the healthiest youth ministries that I've been to, again, it's, it's never really dependent on how many kids are there. Yes. It's the culture. Yep. Yeah. Y- you can tell when there's a good culture. And I've been to youth ministries that have five kids but have a healthy culture. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I want to go back there every single night. And you can just feel that. Yeah. Other students want to show up to that. So you could have good strategies all day long about, like, here's how we're going to get kids. Here's our metrics. And those things are important. But if you don't have a good, healthy culture, if you don't love being there with them and you know you don't enjoy it they're going to feel that and it's going to affect everything else one thing i heard the great theologian uh gary v say (laughs) um invest in crypto uh, one thing you should do when starting a youth ministry is buy cyberpunk but what he said actually like i was like dang that's really good um is that speed kills um speed kills if you think like i need to have it now i need to have like 50 kids Mm. now i need to have the crazy worship team now i need to have this now like speed will kill yeah. you um you and you could even get that yeah. like that's the yeah. thing you even could. with our youth yeah, alive 100%. rally is the goal isn't to to have this like giant event yeah uh because we know that in youth ministry we can do big events youth convention is a big event so the goal isn't just to do another one of those uh the goal is to build something with longevity and that's yeah. the thing in youth ministry there there is a danger of like you can get nike dunks and airpods and get people there for a really big night and i'm not saying don't do giveaways like that's great but i'm just saying like if that is your only what gets trick yeah that's your only strategy then what you'll see is a really big night because you had a great giveaway and then nobody show up the next week yep because there wasn't culture to keep them yeah a hundred percent i agree with with everything that you guys said and i mean just as a a testament to that um for the majority of the listeners out there, you guys know uh, I'm a generations pastor. Technically, I'm a youth pastor and a kids pastor now um, hey, over our campuses. God bless you. Yeah. Um, and last year, right after summer camp, I stepped to the side and a guy named Robert, he used to be the guy that would help record these podcasts, stepped into. Who's the getting youth. married. Yeah, he's getting married on tomorrow. Friday, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Um, and so. Out. <laughs> and so uh, he took over the youth pastor role. And at that time, um, a lot of students fell off. A lot. It, it was just 
bound to happen when when transition happens and when transi- transition hits and it was kind of like he was starting over he was starting almost in a sense from scratch and now a year and a few months later we're starting to finally see mm. that blossom and it takes time yep it, it takes time it's being faithful with where you're at and pouring into the students that stay yeah. pouring into the students yeah. that are there the other advice what was the name of the person who asked giovanni this? giovanni <laughs> Giovanni, (laughs) I would tell you uh, the other big thing. I'll just close with this. Don't do that. Don't do ministry alone. Um, And especially, I mean, that's why we do in the trenches. That's why we have SoCal students uh, and everything like that is because that that's going to be what helps. That's going to be a game changer. I know that that's been something for all of us. uh, That's been really great. And so we want to do life with you, bro. We're yes. glad that you listened to do it alone. In the Trenches. Especially, Elliot, saying that we are having a youth pastor refresher. Re- true. Come and on. I'm wow. telling you, for real, like the youth pastor refresher is so November excited. 3rd through the 5th, I believe, yeah. uh, in Fountain Valley. It is $40 to attend. but And I'm telling you, like you a three-day event, uh, We're also Saturday, we're partnering with Lead Local, but for our listeners and for our pastors, if you register for our event, you automatically get to come to the Lead Local event. So Lead Local will be uh, also doing their thing. So more pastors will be joining us Love it. that day. But for us, you automatically get to go to the Lead Local event on Saturday. It's a part of our refresher. Yeah. Um, but dude, I'm just telling you, I like I live for the refresher. I love it's it, a dude. youth ministry event with no students. I love students, bro. But there's something so freeing about like just getting to hang out with with a bunch of youth pastors and not in Palm Springs and some of your leaders. Hey, listen, you said it, <laughs> not me, bro. But bro, uh, it was so hot. It was very hot. But uh, you guys don't know what heat is. Oh like, my we, gosh, dude, Arizona. this is a whole nother topic of conversation. <laughs> but that is the worst take ever. Don't, Giovanni. Oh, if you want to have a healthy youth ministry, <laughs> don't, don't talk to Arizona. Don't be the person <laughs> who, when someone says it's hot out, that you're like, I'm from here. It's way hotter there. Cool, dude. It doesn't mean it's not hot. Or like, it just means you're or when not you're tough. like, when you're like, it's cold. And they're like, I'm from Iowa. It's like, bro, who I see, cares? See, it doesn't the mean I it's not cold. I didn't That's a terrible week. take. I love I it right now. I didn't do it this whole week. It's the worst take. And I put it on my close friend's story because it's I like saw in it. the back of my mind. And I, I said, bro, Elliot, don't say nothing. And it's this the worst is, this take. Has been him the rest he, of the week. He's the equivalent of like, I'm just quirky, I guess. I wear Converse to prom. You know, it's like right. terrible I wear, I wear take. PF Flyers because I'm different. <laughs> yeah. <Well. laughs> come Dude. to the, what we're trying to say is come, come to the refresher. Come to the refresher. November 3rd we'll through the 5th. We will not be watching <laughs> anime. Um, but yo, yo, man, thank you so much for being on the podcast yeah, today. Man. It was great to have you. Um, again, guys, if you want to be a part of the podcast and you want to have your questions answered, um, go ahead, DM us on Instagram at SoCal Youth Pastors. Other than that, we have another amazing episode coming to you very, very shortly with a great guest, Tyler Clark. So get ready for that. Uh, but other than that, we love you guys, and we will catch you on the next episode.